Saturday morning, episode 38 of Dream Warriors. Uh, morning news and coffee with Peter. Uh, let's just do it. Let's just jump into it. Let's hit the music and rock and roll. falling asleep early uh geez almost every single day this week and didn't even make it through the uh nba finals game last night i tried to uh i was I, i've been excited for for this whole series i think after this series i am definitely cutting the cord um that's a new sound the mics just picked up something i don't know what that is yeah, uh, I'm probably slicing my cable and at that point going to subscribe to the uh, NFL package. And that's really the only thing I, I, I care about. Uh, I think Better Call Saul has two more episodes left, so I might just hang around for another two weeks and wrap that up. Um, wow, what a, uh amazing series that is. Uh, maybe the best writing on just straight up cable or television uh i don't know I, I i it's 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 really hard to find characters as nuanced and deep as uh what, what you have a better call Saul. but um yeah i think i think i'm kind of done with uh with cable but it's it's a decision on who you choose to do business with um with the high-speed internet uh that's going to put you in the $60, $70 range. doesn't matter who you go to. Um, and the reason why you need the high speed is because you need to now become a streaming genie. And so the streaming packages, so if you go to like Sling or what YouTube is offering with their cable package, um, you know, it's, it's going to be $35, 40 bucks. So you're, you're spending 100 plus. Um, you're spending the, the same amount. And so the, the real decision comes with, uh, it comes from, do you want to do business with Comcast, um, you know, in, in my situation? Or do you, do you not? Do you want to uh, do business with a company that is mostly uh, user-friendly, it's automated, uh, it's designed for you to have control over your account, um, and you don't deal with bundles, I think the bundles, the bundling, the endless bundling is going to, it's just, it's just going to kill uh, Comcast in the in the long run. You know, uh, it's not going to be tomorrow, um, but in in, in the long long run, when you have like the low information, low frequency users or subscribers, uh, they're, they're the ones that are going to hold on to the packages and the bundles. But um, 
you know, uh, as of New Blood, uh, the, the New Blood's going to be very wise on who they do business with. Oh, and, and I believe Amazon is marching towards the same type of service that YouTube now has. So, um, and Amazon is pushing it through a complete television, like a uh, um, complete OS where everything, and, and you, you go, you, you log in, you go in, and you just check what what you want to subscribe to for like that month and you can uncheck it the uh, next month it's that easy so people people are going to choose that over everything um they will divide their attention to do business with people that they feel have their uh, interests at heart so anyway so yeah crashed out um you know this like kind of like week two of just really intense uh strength, strength training bodied with a uh, lot of carbs, a lot of cows every single day. Uh, it gets, uh, it poops you, man. Like, it, it, it beats the living hell out of you. And, uh, yeah, so, real quick side note. Oh, that's good. That's hot and good. Um, today's coffee is Mick Cafe, MC Cafe. Uh, no, I did not go to McDonald's. I, I actually, um, I, I like their... The ground coffee, uh, I think it is. It's just uh, very vanilla, uh, not too bitter. It it doesn't have a bite to it, um, but it is just smooth. Um, it's good. It's good. It's it's. I would say I would compare if I compared if I compared it to a beer, it might be like the Yingling of coffees. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, because it's not awful and it's not great, but I like it. And it comes in these really cool, like, yellow uh, canisters that match the um, the coffee station that I keep it in. So, um, that could be a reason, too. But, yeah, so, the NBA Finals, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, uh, it was like six minutes to go. I, I knew the Warriors, the Warriors um, had it, the refs had it in for the Warriors last night. And I don't know what the commentators are saying. I don't think they're saying much. Because it's a little, I guess it's taboo. People want to keep their jobs. And everyone, everybody wants NBA paychecks. And they just kind of look away and keep marching on. And you know what? If um, It's that easy. But, you know, it's it, like, it's kind of, um, you know, easy to think that. Like, oh, if, you know, if there really is a level of, like, corruption in the NBA, um, you know, why, like, how come there's not this outside voice uh, saying something, um, you know why? Because uh, everyone makes out, and I don't know, or maybe maybe it just is taboo. Maybe like they they do know not to talk about it, yeah, you know, or whatever. But um, uh, I'm I'm not sure how a, a team who had zero foul trouble almost through the entire you know the entire season. Um, all of a sudden have a game where um, there's literally a foul every couple minutes. Uh, I, I don't know um, how that's possible. I'm not saying that they don't even have a bad uh, quarter, a bad two quarters, but a entire game where um, there's no momentum in the game whatsoever. And... Every time you try and come back and score, which everyone watching, everyone in that stadium knows you can do. And I'm speaking about the uh, the Warriors. 
uh, everybody knows you can can do this, and you 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 can't go more, you, you can't have more of a six point run. Um, there's really something happening, and the, the NBA. Um, I know the a I know European soccer had a very similar scandal of the corruption within the league and of of the officiating. Or, or no, I think the soccer one was a little bit deeper. That was like mafia, almost like, like, like real mafia stuff. But yeah, so, <laughs> uh, just moving on. Um, the NBA did have a referee scandal. The, uh, uh, the, the perp. Um, nah, he's not perp. But I just like saying the word perp. Um, the perp had uh, a jail sentence. Like he, he, he went off, and. It, it, it kind of makes you think that, like, how can there be only one? How come there can't be, like, a deep, deeper level of collusion within these refs? Um, how does one ref make calls and the, the other the other refs that are with him, I think the other two, are just, like, how come they're not, like, like what's happening? Like, wh- like what are you doing, bro? Uh, n- like, you really get none of that. Um it's it's really weird. Um, the game last night seemed to have had a predetermined outcome uh, prior to that contest, and it was v- frustrating to watch. But uh, yeah, you saw you saw you still saw the power of the Warriors over the uh, Cavs. So um, they they could have made up that deficit easily, um, and it's, it's they just were not allowed to. Um, and you know what? Uh, it's 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 just confusing and it's it's frustrating and and the uh, basketball is one of the few sports that, um, you know, can be controlled through the officiating. Um, if you can get to a ref, you can get to a game. Okay, um, it's harder to to do that in in some sports. Okay, uh, it, you you can't really do that do that in uh, football. You just can't. For example. But anyway, so so moving on, moving on. Um, yeah, just kind of uh, feeling wide awake right now, and uh, kind of woke up to two two separate booty calls. I like you know like you know I don't know maybe they're not booty calls. They're just like late night feelers, <laughs> and I I hate uh, missing those just because uh, I do take pride in being responsive and and. You know, some some of these girls, um, they 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 know to test it. They want to test. You know, they'll 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 text me as late as four o'clock in the morning because they're maybe at like the Parks Casino or, or something. Um, you know, because that's kind of like somewhat of an uh, of an after hour spot sometimes. Um, if you go to the Barbary, you can you can bounce right to Parks and just keep it going. Um, so it's a little bit of that that. Uh, far Fishtown side, you know, off of Columbus here in Philly. But, um, yeah, they'll, they'll pull out feelers and they'll see if, if I'm available and they, they always act surprised. Uh, but why, why would you be surprised if you're putting out a feeler? Uh, but yeah, so I missed two of those and I don't know. Um, I've just been very work-driven. Today is a huge day, meaning that I have um, 
some I have things to do. I, it's almost like I, I have a run to go on in all my on my ent entire scale. Uh, I have stuff for the ninety five work, uh, new proposals, kind of like uh, shock and all type thing. Um, I got stuff for eBay. I have stuff for the Instagram accounts. Um, I have drawing to do, um, cleaning to do, and the cleaning factor is in because it is a huge bad eats night. We're going to try and do three episodes back to back to back, or three three different content types back to back to back, and this is just to continuously pump that show. Um, that's uh, one of the hardest things when it comes to building a YouTube channel. It is. The consistency and the frequency and most people with their schedules they're lucky to do one video a week um, I'm I, I need this to be about four videos a week all of the same quality and all of a uh, growing um, uh, quality also like the, the quality constantly needs to be improving and we need to be adding more um, cinematic uh, like, you know, like effects or, or like stuff like motion graphics and better, you know, like struggling for better sound, better lighting, um, you know, making things more complete. But yeah, so, and e even now, so we're going to do three. I think I have four content types in the cane, like ready to go for bad eats now. Um, still have to, oh, excuse me. Uh, those, yeah, and those still have to be um, finalized. And that's, it, it, look, um, regular video production is not, uh, it's, it's nothing, n nothing, nothing, nothing but time consuming. And it is regular everyday work. Um, oh, and, uh, and when I'm done here, I'm gearing up to, to work the F out. My, uh, Workout partner, John, or not, not partner, almost like gym buddy, because we're not really working out together too much anymore, because um, we're just doing separate things, and, and I think that's good for both of us, um, but he canceled yes, yesterday, so that uh, that put me out of the gym. Uh, sometimes that mental switch kills me, but uh, I wanted to, I was still feeling beat up, so I wanted to, to really come back here. Uh, eat, uh, I ate like $30 worth of Chinese food last night and um, well I didn't finish it all so maybe it was like $25 worth and yeah watch the game uh, do work uh, uh, yeah I, I did a good amount of work last night and uh, crash out and that's exactly what I did and yeah uh, living where I'm living in Philly you wake up to sunshine and birds chirping and not only do I love that, but uh, Dallas loves it as well also. But yeah, so <laughs> um, let, let's get into a little bit of movie talk. That's why we're all here. Um, I don't have any like info on where the Tom Cruise mummy movie is right now. Which, um, you know, kind of makes me a little bit concerned over that. Um and there, there's I'll get into the reason, reasoning to why I'm, I'm concerned oh last night also I, I forgot um, we had the premiere of the Black Panther trailer and yeah I mean looked, uh, it looked good look cool uh, the the technology stuff like the the um, 
like there's a couple shots of people in like techno armor with techno guns um that looked like a little bit like stargate Atlantis. that looked like a sci-fi channel thing um but but in all like they gave you like one of the money shots with the cars because black panther needs to be chasing cars uh ever since civil war like that's one of the char the signature feats of of that character now um, I do like the setup. I like the setup that Wakanda is hidden and secret, which it's kind of weird because I thought uh, Wakanda would be on the world stage with their resources and technology. And, uh, you know, like I thought that was a little bit of the commentary of it being in Africa and, um, you know, only in Marvel comic books can something in Africa be on the world stage in a positive way. Um, but no, that's not the case. But yeah, um, Black Panther trailer premiered last night and looked I, I i wasn't even expecting it it uh yeah i was just doing doing some work bouncing around here listening to the game and it came on and i, I stopped went right to the television and yeah uh marvel just keeps keeps chugging i love it and it, it kind of made me think about wonder woman again because uh you know I, I can't believe wonder woman has become such a huge topic with dream warriors um, oh, and BTW, this possible, I don't know, I'm debating it, Dream Warriors might go, people, it might go, it might, this might become the, the Peter A. DeLuca podcast, um, period, or, or the Peter pod, you know, uh, it might just it become more centrally focused on me, because, um, you know, like the YouTube channel, the, the consistency relies on me, it relies what we're doing right now. Uh, if I was dependent on guests and people popping in to do the show with me, uh, we would be at episode 27 right now. Uh, we, like, the frequency would not be even near. Um, and the, the, the range of topics would not even be. So we would, we would have, like, one guest, like, Mark would come in, Norm would come in, and we would have, like, 20 things to discuss. Um, which makes for a horrible show. And that's a producer in me talking. And me being able to even do what we're doing now with the, you know, we'll have a little, like, some thoughts on, on the mummy. Um, if Norm comes by tomorrow or Heather comes by tomorrow, we don't really have to talk about the mummy. The mummy's been covered. We can go here. And from a programming standpoint, it, it bottlenecks uh, some of the direction you can go in in a very positive way, meaning some things are eliminated and let's go here. And if those things are more challenging, we can jump right on top of them, you know, and you want things to be challenging because the stress that that creates on, um, like the cognizant mind. So <laughs> like is great, you know, like, um, the, the body, the mind wants stress, give it stress, see what happens. Don't be afraid of it. And, you know, like, if that can be engineered and controlled, uh, yeah, like, that's what this is, that's what this is all about. But, um, so, uh, let, let me just finish my Wonder Woman Black Panther point. So, uh, all this ballyhoo on Wonder Woman being the first superhero movie, or first solo movie, this and that. Great, fantastic. Um, Wonder Woman also, Wonder Woman outside of Black Widow, though, um, being, um, the first superpower-focused um, character to be, um, like, on film in the big stage. Uh, Black Widow is not superpowered. She's more vigilante or uh, natural weapons. But, 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 um, Marvel did beat 
DC to the punch um, by years with Black Widow. Um, but but we forget that. And you know what? If it wasn't for Black Widow, we would not have Scar Jo and Lucy. We, uh, and we would not have Scar Jo and um, Ghost in the Shell. Um, you know, and up until that point, you only kind of had Angelina Jolie pushing superhero action movies and she was not even doing that um you know you go to salt with her with that so uh you can thank marvel for raising the awareness and making taking the chance and having faith in their source material so um that's that but no so what's more important you know like what's 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 the bigger take down like what like what, what what do we really care more about do we care more about wonder woman just being thrown into the ether just because. Um, yeah, like, and, and I'm not saying it's, it was not a good movie or it's not watchable. It definitely is both of that. But is that important? Or is having Black Panther... Now, Marvel is, you know, had the first... Uh, you know, you can say, like, streaming or serialized or whatever, but, but like, Black Luke Cage, right? They, they beat everyone to the punch with... Uh, Luke Cage, make Luke Cage a significant character, okay, through the Netflix series, um, the, the Black Lightning CW show, which I think I'm going to give it a little bit of a shot, uh, just seems pandering and desperate, and that could just be, that's just my take, but I don't have good, good, um, I don't have a good radar for television, okay, so who, who knows, okay, uh, you know, Mark, Mark loves Riverdale. Uh, I think Riverdale is a, um, one of the biggest season fall aparts I've ever seen, like ever. Um, you know, and, and, you know, like a shameless homeland, um, even house of cards, uh, you know, like all have season fall aparts. Okay. Or, or series, uh, fall, fall aparts. Um, and we'll, we'll get, maybe I'll go into that later. Not, not today, another episode, but yeah, so, <laughs> um, we have Black Panther, uh, it looks like an entire black cast, black director, right, um, the, the title is black, um, no, literally though, the title is black, they, it, it, always better in black, that's what Wesley Snipes said in Passenger 57, uh, okay, so, there's this, moment of like expectation for Black Panther and where does this moment come from you know like and now we're, we're, we're really drilling down into the the genius of Marvel the Marvel Cinematic Universe phases one through four um I don't think there's going to be a phase five I think they're, they're going to do something different one through four the the genius of this is we have a character Black Panther who literally did nothing in the comic books similar to guardians of the galaxy uh featured fun uh always had like a good reboot start like a a, a reboot uh, whenever they brought the character back a little bit like dr strange it was always good for the first like one or two arcs um if mark was here he would go into detail for like three hours about that um and they throw him in civil war uh, he was not a focal point in the Civil War miniseries, um, like not at all. He becomes one of the focal points of this movie, um, not because he's black, 
not because he's from Wakanda and Africa. Um, he becomes a significant Marvel character based on uh, what you see, what you see on screen. And yeah, just talking about this makes me want to watch that movie again. Um, it, like, it, it's significant. You are drawn to him in Civil War from his design work. You know, those cool lines um, that, that, that they put onto the costume. You know, that kind of complement his, the, some of the bone structure of the face and the, the anatomy lines. Um, fantastic. Uh, innovative. Um, risky. Okay? You, you're, you're drawn to the character from that. His father gets killed. You're pulled into that scenario. You're kind of rooting for him to have revenge against Bucky. And then they crank up his level. He becomes a deadly character. Never before. Never. I don't care who you are. Come in here and tell me. Tell me. Come sit, sit me down and tell me that you were into the Black Panther prior to Civil War. You're lying. Okay? And... What we have now, okay, is Marvel saying we we have to use this character. We just have to use him. We're running out of characters to use. And he's going to he's we're going to introduce him here. We're going to introduce him in, in Civil War, and we're we're just going to give him some we're we're going to give him some cool shit to do. And, you know, that's what we got. You know, we, we, we got him as a ferocious, deadly, even compassionate character that has an arc. His arc in that movie, when he doesn't kill Zemo, is, is near perfect. Um, look, I, I, I've said Civil War is a little bit overrated from the comic book community, from, from the comic book geek core, the cinephile core. Uh, it's a little bit overrated because uh, if you're not in the know, it's really hard to watch that movie, like just for enjoyment. Um, but um, they they took a, another risk with that. You know, like putting Spider-Man in Civil War was not a risk. Uh, okay, you can put, put Spider-Man in nearly anything, even Guardians. You, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. If you don't think Spider-Man Homecoming is going to smash like a, like a wrecking and, and potentially steal the quote-unquote summer movie away from Wonder Woman. Because um, right now, it's, I guess you would say, um, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of, of, of an underdog for that title. Um, not that there's any type of rating system. Uh, the previous show, I went through uh, summer surprise movies with Mark. <laughs> and yeah, in the previous... So we'll use that as a segue. One of the previous surprises was Brandon Fraser's Mummy. I remember when that came out, that all of a sudden became a movie to, to see. And huge anticipation for The Mummy uh, Returns, for The Mummy 2, and the introduction of the future highest paid actor in, in, in Hollywood, uh, the Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And, you know, kind of being a little bit disappointed with uh with that uh, I watch it now I just have fun but um, yeah I was younger then uh, I thought movies I guess I guess this is a little bit of the, the norm angle um, is 
is that uh, movies have um, an obligation to serve you as the audience. They serve you. So the things that you want better be on screen or else. Um, and, and yeah, I think between, uh, I'll, I'll say this before I go into my, my little mummy uh, take here. Um, when I started Dream Warriors, um, or just started the this process of, um, you know, doing doing a show like this, just doing it, um, not not even considering it a show at at the time. Now now I do. Um, the difference is is that I, I'm awake in the AM recording. You know, before it was like, hey, w when you think you can come over, I can do Tuesday. Oh, you can't do Tuesday. What about Wednesday? Okay, Thursday. Um, you know, that's not a show. That's just two guys getting together with a, hopefully with a microphone, and hopefully one of them wants to uh, learn how to use that microphone. So, you know, Dream Warriors uh, started as this idea, like undefined idea, and I thought it was going to take me a little bit longer to, to figure it out. But when you consider me, uh, Mark, uh, Mark the Mark. Uh, we, we had a nickname for him on, 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 on our last show. I, I, I completely forget it. Mark the Mark, uh, quick talking Mark, who is slow talking on the podcast. So we had me, the two Marks, Norm, Heather, um, you know, potentially my brother-in-law, because he is, I think he's almost like a uh, adult version of Norm when it comes to his taste in movies. Uh, not saying that Norm's not an adult, he's just older, that's all. A little bit more seasoned. Um, and John. So, we, if, if you kind of took, like, a branch from, from a tree, like, we're kind of just branching out. We're all, like, extensions of the same root, okay? Um, and this meaning that we're, like, also at polarized uh, extremes um, on our intent when we sit down to watch a movie, what we're looking to get out of it, uh, what we bring into it, uh, the work we do around watching a movie, because there is work sometimes. Um, and, you know, like, everything that makes the experience, okay? Um, Dream Warriors kind of documents uh, different perspectives of what that experience is with, a, you know, like a good branch of people. And I, I think that's the power of the show. Um, something I'm, I'm, I'm proud of. Uh, I, I think this type of rhythm uh, it's going to be something I'm going to try and maintain, maintain for as, as long as I can. And, you know, until the show pops. So, uh, I think it was Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday, we started to get the um, influencers on YouTube. Uh, some of the bloggers. Um you know, pushing out content for Tom Cruise's The Mummy Movie. Uh, chapter one of The Dark Universe. And hold up here. Let's just... Um, I hate how that comes up on, on the mic, so here we go here. Mummy 2017. All right. So, okay, so I was... Uh, I don't know if we really discussed this. 
Um, wow. You know what? I really didn't. I, uh, wow. I did not look. See, Chris Stockman said there were six screenwriters. Um, there, there's, there's, there's actually three. Um, six people involved with the story. Um, yeah, only one woman had, had people. One woman had four. So, whatever. Um, I hate when... So, Tom Cruise's The Mummy has six people involved with the story. Who... Who cares? Who freaking cares? You don't even know. Like, you know, legally, by the, the Warriors Guild, um, some people have to get credit, period. Okay? Um, it doesn't matter. Um, I don't know why people make that point. Some of the greatest movies of all time had Warrior Rooms. Uh, again, I'll always go to Ca Casablanca. Okay? And let's, let, let's just look. Let's just... Yeah. Like, like real quick here. These, these freaking people. Uh, th this is what pisses me off. Screenplay. Uh, Casablanca has had um, three screenwriters, okay? And it's based on a previous work. So, okay. The Mummy has three screenwriters. Like, it matters. Um, however, two of the screenwriters involved with Tom Cruise's The Mummy, I, I didn't even know this until now. David Kiop, Christopher McGuire, um, two of your premier guys. Uh, two guys that came up in the 90s. Um, you know, the third guy that should be in that stack is Kevin Williamson, the guy behind, uh, Scream, put, and Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Dawson's Creek. Okay, so, um, music by Brian Taylor, another rock star, um, directed by Alex Kurtzman, and you may not know who, who he is, so let's, let's just go into, uh, Kurtzman. Uh, alright, filmography, ready? Let's just go into his... Uh, he's, you know, directing. Now, like, he, uh, you know what, though, he it, did not, okay, people, the people like us. Okay, so he's mostly co-writer. So, the, the movies that he's co-written, okay, The Island, Legend of Zorro, Mission Impossible 3, Transformers, Eagle Eye, Watchmen, Star Trek, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, The Proposal, Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, Proposal, he was executive producer. Cowboys and Aliens. People Like Us. Star Trek Into Darkness. Now You See Me. Ender's Game. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> um, he's got special thanks in Brothers Grimm. I'm just going straight off to Wikipedia. Uh, and now he's The Mummy, Invisible Man, Van Helsing, Vampire Chronicles. Okay? Through 2018. So 2018 is going to be, I think, the year that they pop with this dark universe. So... One of, one of the things, these uh, YouTubers were kind of, again, all saying the same thing. Um, the one outlier that kind of had, you know, like, not real perspective. He kind of just, like, just said he didn't like it was um, the video game nerd, um, you know, had, like, a good 25-minute discussion. I think his one friend is Adam. They're, they're local guys. They're South Jersey peeps, which is awesome. Um, so... Uh, you know, like, and they, they didn't like the movie just because it wasn't horror, and, and, they, I, you know, again, expectations of being, uh, or being connected to the original, I get that, however, and, and look, I'm discussing and re almost reviewing a movie that I haven't seen yet, I haven't seen this movie, 
I just want to document my expectations going into it because I think they're drastically different than what what's already like what everyone else is <laughs> or drastically different than the opinions of the people that 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 have a uh, large influence so what are your expectations going into the 2017 mummy movie okay um it's a horror movie okay um it needs blood it needs to be scary need need you need to jump a couple times uh you need atmospheric music like that's bad you know like that's more like a muppet but you gotta practice some of my microphone my microphone skills but it's kind of like (laughs) okay if you don't get music like that it's not a horror movie how was this movie promoted with a freaking uh airplane like stumbling out of the metosphere hurtling towards earth with tom cruise getting killed that was the promo for this movie. They gave us a female mummy. Uh, a female mummy or a female Egyptian has always been linked to the mummy mythology. Uh, going back to the universal days, the black and white days. Great. You know, they switched the focus. Perfect. Something different. Uh, they gave you two eyeballs and or whatever. Two pupils. Whatever. What That could mean something. I don't know. Okay. So... To me, it's being pushed as an action movie. It's an action movie. There, I, I, I don't know how you could expect horror. Maybe horror uh, visual. Like, it looked like they were swimming zombies at one point. Visually, it's a little horror-ish. Um, it, so, compared to Hellboy, if, it, if you're going to compare Tom Cruise's Mummy to anything. So, if your expectations going into this movie is that you want The Exorcist... Or you want like a homage or some some um, connection or or a a uh, stylistic friend to the original? No, like wh- why would you even want that to begin with? This movie was pushed like Mission Impossible. Uh, the Mission Impossible movies are hugely successful. Um, you know the the latest movie had the strength of a similar scene. Whatever, uh, could they have done a different scene? I I do think so. I really do. Um, because it was so similar to what they did with Mission Impossible, having uh, those two campaigns kind of echo one another. Urgh. Tough, 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 tough. But, so Universal does a huge rollout, okay? Uh, I think first two trailers, it's Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. You get all that, and I'm fine with that, because I'm a Tom Cruise guy. Um, I wanted to go to Wizard World, Philly, just two weeks ago, just to get Michael Rooker's autograph for uh, something Days of Thunder. Not that I own anything Days of Thunder. But, um, <laughs> to me, that's amazing, okay? Rowdy. So, oh, and if you love film music, film scores, um, the Days of Thunder score is one of the best. Uh, it's got one of the best themes, too, like, just note-wise. Note um, holy crap, dude. Uh, masterful. Overlooked because everybody wants to talk about Star Wars. Look, there's other movie music. I don't know. I don't know if you people are, are aware of this, but there's other like music scores by really talented people out there other than than Star Wars. Okay, uh, try and try and dig around. 
find a couple new things to uh, get into. Moving on. So, this movie was pushed as an action movie in my eyes. And then you had the one uh, rollout, which I thought was great. Russell Crowe plays Dr. Jekyll. You're like, wow, okay. And look, I, I'm not on top of all the movie news. Uh, Mark seems to have it zapped into his brain. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I don't read a lot. Of, I really do not read a lot of news, which is contrary to uh, having a show like this because you kind of have to be on top of everything. But, yeah, maybe not. Okay. Um, so Mark may have had, like, a different perspective on it. Because I don't know if stuff came out before they revealed Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll. But either way, I loved it. Masterful, fun, imaginative, um, experimental. Uh, wow, okay, cool. So they, they are doing something. And then maybe like two weeks after that, they rolled out the Dark Universe logo. Um, a shot of all the actors involved. I don't know. They, they don't have a Dracula... Um, announced do they i don't know uh, very interested in in that because i guess that's their centerpiece um so it was like russell crowe javier boudin boudin uh, i can't pronounce his name um johnny depp russell crowe and tom cruise wonderful shot too you know kind of a little like a little victorian looking uh with with the with the hues and even with the with, with the pose and the arrangement of the of, of 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 the set, so, and then they roll out the Dark Universe logo. So obvious, they what they did was they you became aware of the movie because of Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. They introduced to you this tidbit of we have other characters in this movie, just like known IPs and and if you want to consider them intellectual property. Because there's nothing within Dark Universe that I'm positive isn't public domain. Okay? Keep that in mind. This is a public, a multi-million dollar public domain shared cinematic universe. Okay. Um, and then we got this connective tissue. So the focus shifted. The focus shifted from Tom Cruise action movie with horror elements... Hellboy, so to speak. Lack of a better comparison. I don't know. It shifted from that to chapter one. And this is where people lost their shit. For some reason, um, they're, it's not okay. It's not It's not okay to say this is a chapter one. Because everybody wants to act like they, they need a standalone movie. Like, the anticipation between some of these uh, shared universe movies isn't insane. That it's despite, despite those who hated Man of Steel, despite those who hated Suicide Squad, despite those who hated Batman vs. Superman, despite all of that, huge, huge anticipation for Justice League. Wonder Woman doesn't crank up Justice League. It doesn't. The anticipation is already there. It's not going to go in you any place else. That's great. That's okay. Yeah, sign me up. I uh, I just lost. You know, I know when I go to a movie, I spend roughly one hundred dollars. It's a it's a hundred dollar night between alcohol, 
food, movies, transportation, uh, tickets, all of it, okay? I, I, I know I said movies there. I meant to say tickets. But yeah, it, okay. So me, from my perspective, yeah, I spent $400 on this jargon crap. And, and um, guess what? I'm still excited for Justice League. Because you know what it does? It, it does unlock the imagination. It really does. It, it There's a level of anticipation and excitement that seems real. It seems real between these movies. So you can't do a chapter one with that type of like intent. So there's, you know, Hollywood's a small town. Small town. You're telling me they don't know that? You're telling me that Universal Studios and their infinite wisdom, infinite wisdom, you know, so infinite that their uh, giant tower is looking over us right now, and the second one is being built right next to it, okay? Um, I'm talking about Comcast Universal. Okay. Not that... You, you get the point, though. You're telling me that they didn't know what they had to do with this movie. That making this a chapter one movie as the intent of the movie with one of the biggest actors ever in Hollywood history helming it. You've had David Kiop. You have Kurtzman. You, you have story guys now surrounding this. You have Kurt. Let, 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 let's just roll through this because you know what? I'm not even familiar with the third writer. Okay? You have Kiop McGuire, Kurtzman, Dylan Crossman, who, wow, okay. Uh, writer, actor, he played a part, uh, he played a part in Dead Poets Society. So who is he in Dead Poets? His, his, his Wikipedia is, is disgusting. <laughs> his Wikipedia gave me nothing. Oh, this dude, he was a redheaded dude. The redheaded guy from Dead Poets Society is the third writer of the Tom Cruise Mummy movie. Wow. Okay. And I, I think he's, he's, he's a Tom Cruise guy. Okay. So Tom Cruise got his people involved with this. Okay. So the, the dark universe is almost like a, a Tom Cruise helmed mega project. That's what it's, it's unraveling to be because the other two writers all, the, every, uh, the other two writers and director are, are all Tom Cruise people. Um, yeah, he's, he's got, he's got a career. So I don't know. I mean, did they backdoor it in? And by this, I mean, all right, so we look at Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3. We look at Matrix 2 and 3. Um, those are wonderful examples of backdooring in bigger bigger universes. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I thought both of those were successful. Um, you know, people want to destroy the second Matrix movies. They even want to go after Pirates. Um, I don't know. I guess we're looking at different things so sometimes. We have different expectations. Um, I really don't know. Uh, both explain the mythology to a large level. Like the, uh, they call it world building. That's the, the cool geek term. But look, I haven't seen this movie. I want to see it. I want to see it as, as a chapter one. What's wrong with that? 
I want to look forward to chapter two. Okay? Um, I like Tom Cruise. Uh, now, just going through it with you, uh, the movie's stacked. I want to see what those guys do. Um, you know, I, is, I think I have a, a sense that there's like a couple twists in this that people are not commenting on. And I think those twists might actually reveal it as a, more of a chapter one stamp. So, I don't know. Go into this movie, expect a chapter one. Uh, I, I'm just going to keep saying it. The Mummy 2017 is chapter one. So, yeah. And uh, that's it. We're, we're, we're done with the uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I, look, uh, do, do I get a, a record? Do I get a cookie for Tom Cruise references? But, you know, the anticipation is... It, it, like, I really don't know. Um, people feel entitled to their anticipation to movies. Unlike any other uh, form. Because they, they anticipate TV episodes. Like, they anticipate, like, a season. Or, like, a cliffhanger on television or streaming. And they accept it. They accept it when it's mediocre. When it doesn't live up to that anticipation. It's interesting what how it plays in the uh, psyche, you know, like how how it how it swirls around. That's okay. It's okay when when seasons jump sharks and and go off key with characters and and make concessions because of maybe laziness or no imagination. That's not even laziness. It's just no imagination, no creativity, and they. They die and they erode, and the viewership is flatlined. So the show stays on, and it goes on and goes on and goes on, and that's okay. Like that's anticipating the, the next episode after you get one or two episodes of a of an obvious direction change or a at the beginning of a corrosion. That's okay. That's great. Keep up. Keep watching your show. Uh, talk about your show. You know, act fake interested to girls in bars about shows. Uh, that's me raising my hand. You can't say, but anyway. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's fine. But a movie, you know, and, and it's kind of funny that it, people don't have the same for books. What you put so much more time into a book. Um, you know, which is more disturbing. There's no anticipation for books. Like, what craziness is that? What, that's it. That's the world we live in. People put all their energy in vocalizing their disappointment in movies uh, with no self-analysis and no attention to books. Uh, so, you're not entitled to a great movie when you watch a movie. There's no entitlement there. You're not entitled to be uh, scared, to be horrified. Um, it's all it, it's it's all guesswork. Sometimes they nail it though, and when they nail it, like wow, like you're you're so happy, you feel elated. It's it, I think when it gets nailed, and you're with like five or six people, there's such an like energy, and that was that's what the energy was like post. Wonder Woman, um, you know, like, everyone was just kind of, like, like, nodding all over the place, so, just, just, let's, let's just enjoy movies, let's just, 
enjoy them for for what they are um you know like that's that's the science of movies that's the magic just sitting down and enjoying something um an effort in the mummies tom cruise's mummies case here we got another another t cruise another t cruise um yeah i'm like potentially uh like you know a thousand thousand people you know watch the effort of a thousand people unfold on screen there's few things in life that are the representative of, of a thousand people think about that there's few things uh you go buy a dur- bag of doritos there's not thousands of people involved in your bag of doritos but there is in your hollywood movie um you know you you need to unlock the wonderment the wonderment you need to use movies as a escape as a brain dump they're not a attack on you on your intelligence um you don't come off as any more of an intellectual when you nitpick a movie you really don't um because there's no there's no perfect movie even though I, i feel like there there's a few of them but like starship troopers you, if you don't sit down and watch Starship Troopers and have one of the best times of your life with alcohol and maybe a pizza, maybe some food that, that you shouldn't even be eating or even looking at. Like, you can't look at this food. You can't even look at it. But you're, you're doing it. And you're watching Starship Troopers. And there's boobs and butts. And everyone's good looking. And there's good bodies in the movie. Okay. If you can't do that. What what else are you missing out, like in life? What are sunsets too good for you? Are sunrises too good for you? Is a bag of chips just evil? You can't even do that. I don't know. I really don't know. Sometimes, uh, sometimes when I'm in Wawa or Seven Eleven, I'll just pick a random drink, like a random something, because uh, I I just want to know. I want to know what that's all about. Seven Seven Ups have these. There's like five or six different colors, slash flavors. Like, what's that all about? I grab them. I there's a. Uh, I think there's like a purple one. I can't find. Keep looking for it. Th- that's what you gotta do. If that is not your objective, I, I I really it's scary. It's scary that they can't make movies that people just want to have fun at. You can't have fun in a movie, and they try and do it. And for some reason, it's some attack on your integrity, ego, and intelligence. It's pathetic. But hey, I got things to do today, like superficial things. Like go to the gym and lift lift heavy things for a large period of time to make my body good. So when I, so when I take my pants off in front of a whatever, you know, it's good. And I take the shirt off. It's good. People want to rock and roll. But let's do that. Let's rock and roll today. Let's. Let's have a great weekend. Let's rock and roll. Let's just go into that wall and look into that wall, go into the room, then we look at the wall, and then we bust through that wall. Let's just punch through that wall because there's very little, there's very little right now in your life holding you back. Think about that. There's very little holding you back. What What's holding you back from enjoying life and, and jumping into the ether of happiness is you. It's that guy in the mirror. So do something creative today. Do something creative. You don't need a gold medal, some reward to have a life of creativity. You don't. There's rewards that happen from living a creative life. 
that are beyond any of that. So do that and have fun. And go see the 2017 Mummy and buy that expensive popcorn. Buy it, okay? Because that popcorn is expensive because you, you and your idiot friends download movies for free, okay? That's why that popcorn is expensive. But buy it. Buy. It. I got the Guardians of the Galaxy one here. One of the girls bought it for me uh, <laughs> when we went. I, you know, the one of the three times I saw that movie, and I loved it. It's like it was thirty dollars for that in a cup. I don't care. I want it. I want it. Okay. Not that I'm a collector. I just some things amuse me. That amused the hell out of me because it's tin and embossed and bright colors. Anyway, well, have a good day, people. All right. Make me proud. Make. Crowd. Let's do this. We're all in this together. Signing out. Good morning. 38 is a place.